Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. to be here and we're so glad that we can join together and connect. We really do miss you all. It is not the same without you. We love you so much and we're praying for you and we hope you're all going really well and we hope you are all cozy and warm in your homes. We have been getting some amazing rain in Adelaide over the weekend so what more perfect place to be than snuggled up on the couch tuning in to church. So we hope you have an amazing morning together with your family and we are so blessed to be able to be together and I just want to open in prayer this morning. Lord, we thank you for your amazing love and presence. And we ask right now that you would just come and fill each and every one of us. I ask that you would fill our homes, that you would fill our families, that you would fill our lives afresh today. And Lord, just like the rain that falls down around us at the moment, we ask for fresh rain of your presence and your spirit in our hearts and in our lives. We ask for during this season, Lord, that you would refresh us that you would fill us, that you would renew us, that you would speak to our hearts and that this would be a really special season for us. And we thank you that you work all things together for good. And I thank you that you are at work in this season in our lives to bring incredible things forth. And we thank you, Lord, that we can still gather together and be blessed and be encouraged by what you're doing. In Jesus' beautiful name, amen. Well, I'm excited to share this morning and I really want to share on for such a time as this. I really believe that each and every one of us are here for a purpose and a reason. And we know the verses in the Bible and we know that God has a plan, that he has a purpose for our lives. And while we may not get a choice of when we are born, we do get a choice of how we're going to live the life that we're given. And for me, I I really believe that that is a privilege and an honor. We have one life to live and we all get to make choices of what we're going to do with the life that we're given. And during this season, we're facing many different things and many different challenges. But it's also a season where we can maybe step back and tune into what God might be speaking to our life. And who knows, he might use this season to set us up for incredible things to come in the years ahead for our lives. I really believe that God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. He does not make a mistake in your life being here right now. He has not made a mistake that we are gathered together even here right now. And he has a plan in all things. I don't know about you, but I've been absolutely loving family time together at the moment. I don't think we've had as many family nights together in a row where we've all been together for a very long time. And for all the mums out there, if you're anything like me, my mama heart just loves family on the couch together, hanging out, having some fun. For me, it fills my heart up. It absolutely blesses my heart. So we were on the couch the other night and um, we were all chatting and one of the kids said, you know, in years to come when I'm old, 
and I'm going to sit and I'm going to tell my kids and I'm going to tell my grandkids that I survived the corona pandemic. And it was a funny thing to say, we kind of cracked up laughing, but it's true. We're in a season of unknown things at the moment and it is going to be a landmark in history. And it's, it's amazing to think, though, that this is a season and this season will pass. For some of us, we're enjoying this season and enjoying time where we can just breathe and we can stop and the world has slowed down just a little bit. For others of us, it's a season that is really challenging and we may have either lost our job or know someone who's lost a job, financially struggling, not knowing quite how to make ends meet. The pressure and the stress of that is real. And it's a real issue that many of us are facing right now. But be encouraged that this is a season and that all seasons do come to an end. We're in the middle of a season change at the moment and the cool weather's coming in. But the good thing is, is God uses every season. He has a plan and a purpose in every season of our life. And I know for every farmer out there and all the gardeners, they're probably thrilled to have the rain greening up the garden and growing the crops and filling the water tanks. There is blessing in every single season. I want to read this morning from Esther 4, verse 12 to 14. And it says this, When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house that you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. God raised Esther up to be queen of Persia. She was queen of the most powerful nation in that time. God took an unlikely little girl, an orphan girl, who lost her parents at a young age and who was raised by her uncle. And he raised her up to be queen, to be a prominent person in the land. She was an unlikely candidate to become queen of Persia. She wasn't a native resident of the land. She was originally, her lineage was from Jerusalem. She was a Jew. She was also unlikely in the fact that she was an orphan girl and that she was um, positioned in a time where women didn't have a lot of opportunity and a lot of rights. So God took this little girl, Esther, and he rose her up for such a time to bring incredible deliverance to the Jewish people. When she was in the palace, she was faced with many challenges, but none more challenging than the potential annihilation of her people. And it was a serious time, and she wasn't able to just approach the king and, and plead for her people. In fact, she hadn't even mentioned that she was Jewish. So it was a challenge for her, and it was a serious challenge. So she called a prayer gathering of all of her people to pray and fast for three days, without food and without water, to seek God's favour and to seek his intercession into that situation. And they did. They fasted and they prayed. And she went to the king at the risk of her own life. And she sought the king's favour. And the Lord delivered the people. But sometimes we feel like we are unlikely candidates in life. 
We look at our life. We look at the things that have happened to us. We look at the circumstances and situations that we've been through and, and we begin to think or we can listen to that voice in our life that says, well, someone else surely is better to be used by God than me. Surely God can choose someone else. But I'm telling you today, God wants you. He chooses you and he loves to choose the unlikely people in life. If you look through history and if you look through the Bible, you can find so many unlikely people that God chose to raise up and do significant things. You see, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart and he loves our hearts. He loves our hearts for him and he is willing and ready to use any of us who give him our yes. There are many in the Bible who are unlikely. Abraham and Sarah were unlikely in their old age to give birth to a child. <laughs> David was unlikely to be raised up as king. In fact, he was left in the fields by his father and his brothers. He wasn't even invited to the banquet when the prophet came to town. But God chose him and he raised him up. God used Moses. God used so many people throughout history that may have thought that they weren't qualified. In fact, Moses pleaded with God to send someone else because he stuttered and he didn't have confidence in the way that he could speak. But God loves to use those with a willing heart. He loves to use those who set their heart before him and say, here am I, Lord, send me. And he wants to do that today with each and every one of us. In Esther's life, she learnt many things in her time in the palace. But one thing that she learnt during the challenging time was she learnt the power of her voice. Esther 4 verse 12 says, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from another place. We have a voice and our voice matters. And I want you to know today, your voice matters. You may not think that what you have to say can make a difference, but I'm here today to tell you it absolutely can. We need you and we need your voice. We need the voice of the hearts of those in the body of Christ to speak in unity and to speak truth and to speak love. And there are so many longing for that today. So I want to encourage you, find your voice and use your voice. Even in a time like this, we can use our voice to seek all of heaven to come down. I really believe during this season that God is doing an awakening in hearts and lives, that he is stirring something new and something fresh in each and every one of us. And we have a choice what we're going to do in this season. And it's my hope that we use this season and we use our voice to seek his face and to seek his heart and to also speak hope and to speak life and to speak encouragement. We might not be able to do that face to face as much as we have in the past, but there are incredible ways of connecting today. And we are so blessed to have so many ways of connecting over social media. We can pick up our phone. We can text a friend. We can connect in so many of these ways. And I want to encourage us, let's use our voice to speak life. Let's use our voice to speak hope. Let's use the voice that God's given us to bring him glory in this season because he is so worthy and he is so beautiful. 
Proverbs 18 verse 21 says, Life and death are in the power of the tongue. I love this verse because it's a reminder that what we speak really matters. We have the power to bring life into someone's situation. But with the same voice, we can bring discouragement and we can bring people down if we go there. But we have the power right now to be that voice of hope. James 5 verse 16 says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And I believe that our prayers are powerful at the moment. I believe that our prayers carry significant weight in a season like this. I remember when I was younger, my sister and I would share a bedroom and my gorgeous sister lives in Melbourne right now and we don't get to see each other as often these days, but we're looking forward to seeing each other when the borders reopen. But my sister and her family, they have four gorgeous children and when Susie was younger, she used to pray for many kids. When she got married, she wanted to have a big family. And she used to pray when she was little that God would give her twins because she figured if I have twins, then that can multiply the number of kids that I have. So she used to pray when she was little that God would give her twins. When she got married many years later, she found out that she was pregnant with twins. There are no twins in our family line. There are no twins in my mum's family line or my dad's family line, but my sister has twins. And I know that those prayers that she prayed and those words that she spoke when she was younger, God listened to. And he actually brought those things to pass in her life. So I want to encourage you, speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your future because your words carry power. And in this season, we have the ability to create incredible things of what God is doing. One thing Esther learned in her life that I think is very relevant to our time today is that she learned to choose faith over fear. This is a big one for many of us. Fear is something that can take a hold of us and almost cripple us from being able to fulfill what God has on our life. It can hold us back and chain us down from living in full freedom and full joy and experiencing the fullness of life that God has for us. Fear is not something that God wants for any of us. And the Bible says that, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. He brings us joy. He gives us love. He gives us hope. That is who he is. And fear does not come from him. In Esther's day, she had a choice. And she chose faith over fear. She could have stepped back and said, I'm not going to risk going to the king. I'm not going to risk my life. But she chose to trust God and she chose to put her faith in God. I believe that right now we have the same choice. We can choose faith right now or we can choose fear. But I know which one I want to choose. Because faith in a God who never changes who his love never ends, who is always working for us, who is fighting for us, who covers us, who protects us, who defends us, who rises up on our behalf, who covers us. He says that he sings and he dances over us. He rises the sun upon our lives every day. And he is there for us in every season. 
I know what I want to choose, faith in a God like that over fear. And I want to encourage you today, if you're struggling with fear or if you're struggling with anxiety, if you're facing very real issues as many are today, I want to encourage you to put your hope in God to trust in him because his plans for you are to bless you and to prosper you. He wants to bless you so much in this season and he is at work right now bringing all things together for good for you. So let's put our faith in him and let's trust him because as we do, it enables him and it opens the door for his incredible blessing to come rushing into our lives. Esther had a choice in her season and we have a choice in our season. And we look back over history and we read about men and women who made a choice and who stood in faith. And we read their stories and we stand in awe and we just think it's amazing that these men and women did what they did. But I wonder what history is going to say about us. I wonder what history is going to say about me. What I want to see is that history says about me, when I faced hard times, I didn't give up. When I faced challenges, that I didn't disappear. When things got really hard in my life and I had to go through some very dark times and overcome some big obstacles, I want history to say of me that I pressed through and that I held on to faith and that I held the hand of God and that I trusted him even when I couldn't see the other side of the mountain. I want history to say of me that I chose faith. And we all have a story. We're walking it out right now and the choices we make is a story that we live. And I want my story and our stories to be triumphant stories of faith where God has done in us and through us miraculous things beyond what we could achieve ourselves. Faith in a God that is bigger than us. Faith in a God that loves us. Psalm 84 verse 5. It says, how blessed are they who find their strength in the Lord. Within their hearts are the highways of holiness. Even when their paths wind through the dark valley of tears, they dig deep to find a pleasant pool where others only find pain. He gives to them a brook of blessing filled from the rain of an outpouring. They grow stronger and stronger with every step forward until they appear before God in Zion. Putting our faith and putting our trust and putting our strength in God will never fail us. He will never let us down. We've learned right now and we're learning in this season that we can't really put our trust and our faith in external things like we thought we could. Things have changed so rapidly and and circumstances and situations are changing even on a daily basis. And we've learned that external things aren't the things that we can rely on to remain consistent. But we can rely on God to be consistent in our lives. We can rely on him to never change. And putting our faith in him will bear incredible fruit, not only in this season, but in the seasons to come. So I want to encourage us today to really take a hold of the fact that we are born for such a time of this. And we have a choice as to what we're going to do in this season and what we're going to do with our lives. And I know that God has incredible plans for you. And I know that he has incredible plans for us. And together, as the body of Christ, 
We can see incredible things come to pass in our lifetime. Esther was raised up to be the queen of Persia, but together God is raising us up to be the bride of Christ. What an incredible honour and privilege to stand together in a time like this. And I believe just as Esther called the people of God to prayer, I believe today that God is calling the bride of Christ to prayer. He is calling us to pray. He is calling us to seek him. He is calling us to intercede for those that don't yet know him. There are so many in the world today that are facing difficult situations and really challenging circumstances. And Jesus has so much hope and so much life and so much love to pour out. And as we pray, the heavens break open. As we pray, communities are changed, lives are changed. And I believe together that we have a privileged time on earth where we can spend time with him and pray and seek his face. And together, as the bride of Christ, see the Lord release incredible things on the earth in this time. I want to pray together as we finish this morning. And there are a few things that I really felt God put on my heart just to pray for. I would really love to pray for families this morning. During this time, we are spending a whole lot more time together with our families than ever before. And for many, that's a wonderful thing. But for some of us, families have not always been a safe place or an easy place. For some of us, there are hurts, and there are pains and there are difficulties connected with family. And I really felt the Holy Spirit say that he wants to bring healing into families this morning. He wants to bring healing into places where there's been hurts or where there's been wounds or where there's been difficulties and challenges, that his heart is for restoration of families. I also want to pray for those who are battling fear and anxiety right now. It is a real issue. And it is something that many, many people face. And I feel that the Lord is breaking off chains and that he is setting free hearts from the bondage of fear and the bondage of anxiety. And I want to pray for you this morning if that's you. And I also feel this morning that God is pouring out fresh healing for those that need physical healing this morning. So if you are at home and you need healing in a part of your body, if you have pain in your body, if you have any sickness or illness, we want to join together with you this morning and see the anointing of heaven released upon your life. So why don't we pray together? If you're in your lounge rooms, why don't you join me in prayer and let's ask the Holy Spirit to come and do what he can do in us. Father, we thank you for your incredible love and we thank you that you're with us right now. And we invite you to come and fall afresh on us. We invite you into our hearts. We invite you into our homes. We invite you into every part of our lives this morning. Father, we want to thank you that you are such a good, good Father, that your love for us is greater than anything we could comprehend. And Lord, I thank you that you are with us and that you are surrounding us and covering us right now. I thank you for your incredible arms of love around each and every one of us. And Father, I just release your healing anointing right now. I release your healing anointing into families. 
I release your healing anointing into mothers and fathers and daughters and sons and brothers and sisters. Lord, where there's been brokenness in families, we release healing in Jesus' name. Where there's been disappointment and hurt, we release hope, Father. We release healing. We release fresh love and forgiveness. Father, I thank you that your heart is for families. And I thank you for your healing in families right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we pray for everyone today who is battling fear and who is standing against fear and who is standing against anxiety. Father, we stand together as one. We stand together, Lord, and we take authority over fear. We take authority over anxiety and we bind and we break off every attempt of the enemy to bring us down in this season. And I release the freedom and the healing power of Jesus into every heart who is standing against fear, into every family. And Lord, I speak an incredible faith to rise up. I speak an incredible hope to rise up. I release the strength of heaven upon your life to stand strong and to see the attempts of the enemy fall to the ground dead and powerless. Lord, we thank you for your incredible love and your incredible power in our lives. And Father, we also pray for those who are facing pain in their bodies or physical illness or any form of sickness in this time. Father, we release the healing anointing of Jesus right now. Wow. Shabbat. Into every lounge room. Wow. Into every body now in Jesus' name. We release the healing anointing of Jesus. And Father, we speak life. We speak pain-free bodies. We speak sickness-free bodies. Headaches go. Joint pain go. Back pain go. Chest infections go. Healing be released in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for your incredible love. Wow. We thank you that you are for us. And that if you are for us, who can be against us? We thank you that you're with us. We thank you that you love us. And Lord, we love you with all of our hearts. And we are so thankful for you. We are so thankful for your incredible love in our lives. And we pray your continued blessing and covering and protection. We thank you, Lord, that you are at work, that you never stop. And we thank you, Lord, that you are working all things together for good. And we pray that you would be glorified in this season and that your name would be lifted high in Jesus' name. Amen. So we want to thank you again for tuning in and we want to let you know how much we love you and we're continuing to pray for you. We love to hear from you. We would love to receive a message or an email. Jump on Facebook at any time and send us a message. But we would love to hear how you're going. And we pray that this coming week would be incredibly blessed and that you would have an amazing week in God's presence. Bless you all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Bye-bye.